excited <laughs> to share with you the conversations of Savannah Dawn and Carly Dawn. In Before Dawn. Woo! Amazing. Yeah. So let's just jump into it. You know, it's funny. We're learning. Let's jump in. And let's just let's just dive right in. So as you know, this weekend was not the greatest. It was rough. You know, this weekend was not. It was it had its twists and turns. But Sunday, I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make today a good day. Because it did not start out a good day. And so I went downstairs. So we're staying in a hotel and downstairs there's like this little cafe connected to the hotel. And I just went down there and it was during the siesta, but I guess they don't do siesta on Sunday. I don't know. They were open. It was that was a praise God moment. And then I just went in and I got some like Coke and a cheesecake. And I just sat there for a couple hours and just like listened to worship music. I read like a chapter of this one book and then it was just really relaxing and just I don't know. It was so cool because just like the Lord just meets you where you are. And it was just, it was a great time. Much needed time after, you know, the weekend and stuff. So how about you, Carl? Girl, I don't know. It took a lot for me to even think about how I saw God this week. Just because I'm, once again, in a rough place, especially with my power going out for three days and having to sleep here in the cold. And then, no joke, I woke up and I saw my breath in my house, so I knew I had to go. I was like, if I'm seeing my breath, it is way too cold. Then we slept on a couch, and then we slept in a hotel, and then I'm pretty sure I have had COVID the past couple days, even though my test was negative. So, you know what? This week has been rough. But I think I really saw the Lord, and God just is like, I'm I'm seeing God in a way that I feel like this week is like, he's just pushing and pressing me to move in ways that I don't want to and I think that's even though it sucks and you're like oh I just want to be in a happy state of mind all the time I can't be and I do always have to be growing and like I'm learning that God always he's always pruning me so he's always like getting rid of stuff and he's growing new things and that growth is not always comfortable the cutting things off always hurts too um but other than that I feel like God has really stretched me this week and that's how I've seen him is like, you know, where is my patience? Where is my joy? And ultimately, like, who do I trust? So it's been a hard week. We've had a hard week. <laughs> we have had a hard week. But we are here now. We are. We are still showing up. That's what's that's what's important right now. I saw this on Instagram uh-huh. and it said, God is making you wait so that you will know it was only him. That's a hard one. The only thing you can do, actually. To wait and to not worry, Mm. that's a... It's a challenge. It is a challenge. It really is a growth area that you can just impulse... Well, I'm speaking for my own self. You can impulse by Old Navy clearance with press of a button. We are just... We do not want to wait. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. my package here yet? I'm looking on Amazon. Okay, has my package arrived? Like, where is it? Is it on my street? What's the estimated? Like, we we have it down to a time that a package will get delivered. And we can see it on a map moving to our house. So, of course, it's hard to wait on the Lord because we live in a world where we don't have to really wait on anything. Mm -hmm. And especially, like, with Google, like, if we want to know something, like, oh, what's this we can google it and boom 
like it'll even show you when you search something on google like got the answer in like 0.00056 seconds i mean is that is true i didn't even think about that i'm just like of course it's harder to wait because we don't have to in this world no we don't we but, want answers yeah. immediately but mm-hmm. but when it comes to the lord and when it comes to being faithful and when it comes to being christ-like hey he knew the end and he was patient and he like he didn't speed up the process but he knew what was going to happen we're talking about a fun but challenging topic today um, before change and a lot of us go through different types of change um you could have just gone through a change you might be going through a change right now but a change is gonna happen in your life Mm -hmm. i've gone through about five changes within the past year possibly even more but so that's kind of what we're going to dive in today the verse we're going to be focusing on uh, going off of is deuteronomy 31 6 you know be strong and courageous do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the lord your god goes with you he will never leave you nor forsake you and all i could think about was like like six months ago when me and david about started long distance six months that was the first change i would probably even go back further than that mm. Uh-oh. I would say it all started, I mean, there, you know, you had your changes after graduation, you know, you graduate college, you change, marriage, change, all those are huge changes. A lot of changes. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say this is like the big change, like the biggest change that had happened since we'd been married. That was, that was me and David. I guess it's last April and we decided David had gotten a soccer contract to like go live in California for a couple months. We had decided that I was going to go live with my parents, aka not in California. We were going to do long distance. And not only that, but we were going to leave Jonesboro, which is where I had been for four or five years. He had been for seven years. Like we made like a home there. Like our church family and everybody was there and we had to leave them. And that was rough. I remember... We were packing up, leaving Jonesboro. We were at, like, our last church softball league game. And I remember one of the ladies there that was, like, a really important leader to me uh, telling me that if leaving were easy, then we weren't in the right spot. And that just really hit hard, you know? So, like, have you ever experienced that, Carly? Girl, yeah. I like, the hardest change I've ever experienced was year after college when I to Memphis and big girl job first time paying rent on my own like making a paycheck and then putting it toward my rent my bills and like but it was also really lonely because I remember just looking back and I moved okay I graduated college on a Saturday I moved to Memphis on a Sunday and I started a new job on that Monday so I don't know what I was thinking one but (laughs) I just remember, like, there was so much that happened in literally 48 hours. And then also, Terrence, my boyfriend at the time, now my husband, (laughs) he had just went off to South Africa on, like, a two-month mission trip. I didn't even have my best friend. And I didn't really know a whole lot of new people because everybody was also, it was the summer, so everyone was, like, leaving. So I just was alone. I was very lonely. I just was really sad. I was really sad. And change hit me really, really hard. I just was not ready for it. And I know that it, like, it really wrecked me. Like, 
I still have like PTSD from like on my birthday, like every year for the past like three years, I've hated my birthday coming up because I'm like, there's this underlying pressure that you want Mm -hmm. to be loved and you want to be celebrated, but there's also a chance that you might not be. And, and not that anyone didn't celebrate me when I was here, but I just was so new that like, it was just sad. It was really sad. And so I, I have PTSD from that. Like still, like I still don't like looking at my birthday. No, for real though. Can we just take a second and talk about your first birthday after college and how much it sucks? (laughs) Because let's just take it back. My last birthday in college, I had just gotten engaged. So everybody was like, OMG, last birthday as like a single woman, like getting all these like Instagram posts, Instagram stories, so many text messages, just so much love pouring in, right? Like I I took off work for my first birthday after college. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to work. I'm going to take the day off. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to wake up early because I know my grandma and my aunt be going to call me, going to be wishing me a happy birthday. Like it's going to be awesome. No, nah, they didn't call me. They forgot. David had to work. So I spent the day by myself. All my friends were busy taking tests, um, finals. So they oh. didn't tell me it was my birthday. So I just spent the day alone. I finally called my grandparents and my aunt um, about four o'clock and they realized it was my birthday. So they told me happy birthday. And then you so graciously, David probably texted you, but you so graciously posted that night and I cried. Oh, birthdays to me. I know we're not talking about before birthdays, but we can't. <laughs> <laughs> to me, they give me such anxiety, even though I love, I love them. Like I love celebrating other people, but like mine, there's just, I don't know. Like I just have too much expectation on it. For sure. That's why this past birthday, I was like, I'm taking this into my control. I'm doing what I want to do. So I planned a trip and took the people I wanted and said, let's go. That's the best way. I feel like you so. just have to celebrate for yourself that sounds so selfish but no but it's true in a way yes you have to celebrate for yourself and just honestly like I'm gonna look back at you know just the Lord's faithfulness thank you for bringing me another year but Mm -hmm. also hey you know I'm gonna treat myself because yes it's my birthday I saw another year and heck last birthday this past birthday I took the day off too and I went around town and I got freebies and once these please hit me up because I do have a note in my phone with <laughs> where to get all the freebies but it was special because then I literally didn't do anything I just like around town and probably listen to works of music praise the lord that hey I day off you know I it's my birthday like okay, so Savannah what would you think change <laughs> is now in your life like presently where are you with change presently? <laughs> Such a hard question right now. That answers what you're asking. Uh, presently, I'm possibly, possibly, probably, they go together right now. I'd be in the midst of a big change. And just the possibility of this change happening, mm-hmm. it has me just reflecting back on just like the other changes that happened within this past year, like doing long distance several times doing not just long distance in the states but long distance across countries um just having to live with my parents and enjoying the no rent no bills it really has me really wishing even though like when I reflect back on those times when I was living with my parents doing distance 
all I wanted the Lord to do was hurry up because I was ready for that next step because I didn't like the season or like what we were in. There's part of me that's like, I wish I would have braced the, that season more. Just, there was there weren't that many responsibilities. It was just work, hang out with your family, do the things you're passionate about, work out, get in the word. It was honestly like a selfish time. For such and an seven. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, saw like, Valentine's Day coming. I guess I follow some Enneagram account, and they it said how to love a seven, and it was like to tell them they need to soak up the moment. That's hilarious that you literally just said that because that's that was the last thing on there was tell them to moment and live in where they're at because they're they're gonna just want to go on to the next thing. Yes, that's actually very funny that you like say that. So you are a freaking seven. <laughs> yes. And it's so true because all this time last year, I was like, man, I just want to be with David in Spain. I want to be with David. Like, what is this? I want to let's, let's go. Let's go. And now I'm in Spain with David. Now I'm like, okay, Lord, like when, like we're living in a hotel right now. Like when are we going to live in an apartment again? When are we going to move back to the States again? When am I going to get to eat Mex- like my Mexican chips and salsa? Like, when <laughs> but at the same time I need to like and be like Spana you are living in Spain right now like just soak that in for like 20 seconds and yeah. not just that but you like the things that you were praying for last year in September and October to have a remote job be able to just follow like follow David around like wherever we go is happening right now like you you're seeing the lord like you're seeing your prayers like the lord working and just wanted to yeah yeah i hope that answers like your change for sure needs to be your present change i feel like you need to slow down and wait for the change or like i'm hearing like you just need to like not expect change just yet but like allow it to just slow slowly change even though that is not gram seven at all no (laughs) spontaneous let's go like yes for sure like hey i'm not good good at sitting and waiting and several times this past week we've been told wait a week see what happens in a week and i don't like that no no but that's why that's why when i read that quote um I read this quote I saw it on Instagram and it was like God is making you wait so that you will know it was only him and I'm like you can't see my face right now but (laughs) Lord you are funny that is very true yes very true so Carl what about you what is your present change present change with that I mean I did get a new job and so that's a physical change I would say um, praise the Lord yeah definitely praise the Lord because it's a job that you know I needed to it's just a good it's a good change and and that's good and I'm glad to be in it but it does feel weird like it just it does feel like I'm I'm in in like in between like this is not where God wants me, but this is where God has me. Or 
I don't know. Maybe I'm just, that's my expectation is like, no, I'm, I'm expecting that, no, God's going to like, just keep me here for a season, but like, he could keep me here for a long time. Like, I have no idea. And I feel like presently, like in the, in the being of change, I know it happened. And in a way I'm like, okay, am I going to just burn out again? Like, because I burned out from my last job and totally my fault. I would say 50, I would say a chunk of that was my fault. Um, but it was, it was a good, the good chunk was my fault. And (laughs) like, I'm just so scared it's going to happen again. And like, I'm scared of change. Honestly, like I'm scared of things being different. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't do well with change. And even though I can look back and be like, oh, it was for the best. But like, <laughs> right now, like even looking forward, I'm like, oh no, like it's coming. Like things are going to have to change. Like when kids come or when we have to move and like move to different, who knows, move a different state. Like even though they're exciting things, it's just like, this is going to wreck my whole world. And I don't know. I would say like presently change is a scary thing, but also in the future as well, in the future change, I'm just, I'm scared of it. That's, that's my Enneagram six. I am a, <laughs> like the, the un like the unknown of the future is means that I have no safety or security. Like, I don't know where my safety isn't gonna lie like am I gonna be secure so which is why I have to trust in everything and in everything but but yeah now before you what is change before you so in front of you so so Savannah how is change in front of you and what does it look like in front of me um lots of changes I'm I'm, we're currently living in Spain. We don't plan to live here much longer. Do we know where we're going to go next? Do we have a plan that goes long? with our two-month plan? No. Yeah. Um, and so that just, that leaves room for a lot of change, but also leaves room for just a lot of room to just let God work and let God show us where he's going to lead us um, our lives, which can be scary. We are planners, but at the same time, we're not. <laughs> I decided to buy a one-way ticket back with David to Spain four days, five days before our plane left. Uh, yeah. Spontaneous. Um, yes. But just probably preparing for, like, the change that's before us is just reminding myself just to wait, um, to not worry. Um, The Lord has a plan, even if it's not. It will not be on my timing whatsoever. And Um, because I know we can do, like, it end with a prayer. But I feel like it might be cool to, like, I don't know, end with an encouragement to each other. So, like, but not, like... (laughs) not like a pre one, like we've had a conversation and then like, so for example, I feel like my encouragement to you or like my push 
to you and to embrace where you're at now because you won't be there in even just a couple months. True. You said for me to embrace the moment. Uh-huh. But I would tell you uh-huh. to embrace the unknown. Mm. Learn to like maybe pray for guys that knowing what's next is fun. Yeah, yeah. And it it can be exciting to not be scared of that. Yeah. We hope today's chat gave you more insight on change and how we see God in the midst of it. I'm Savannah Dawn. I'm Carly Dawn. And we are Before Before Dawn.